Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the PlayStation Report. I'm Frank. With me is Tyler. Tyler, how are you doing this very cold weekend? It's, it's fucking freezing. Fuck. Yes, it is. It is very cold this weekend, but I'm all right. How about you? Uh, it's. I mean, this cold weekend is a reminder that I need to uh, caulk my windows, and uh, I just got my caulk gun. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to do later this evening. Um, Nice. Because I can feel the air coming in. It's a a problem. Yeah, that can make a huge difference on your heating bill for sure. Uh, I I don't know. Have you ever caulked anything before? Nope. I am going on YouTube tutorials, and uh, I'm going to try to make as little a mess as possible. Yeah, I... I hate it, and I'm very I'm not good at it. But man, when you watch some people do it, and they're good at it, mm. you're, you're just like, it's it's an amazing thing. Some um, of those oddly satisfying things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I wish you luck. It, it's a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, I've got at least at least four windows that definitely need it, um, and yeah, it's. Uh, Unfortunately, one of those windows is, like, right in front of me. <laughs> mm. gotcha. So occasionally when a strong gust of wind comes in, I just feel like a cold blast of air. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's not nice. No, it is It is not. But also, becoming a homeowner, I think you'll start to realize, too, how many things need caulked. Like, it just completely. Mm-hmm. You're just Things that I never really thought about, and I'm like, wow. That needs caulk too. Oh my god, that's coming apart. Mm-hmm. Man, they caulk that. Damn, caulk. I'm gonna be Very a caulk master. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, but what is nice uh, is uh, video games, and I've had plenty of time to play some video games. And uh, we actually played a game together. We're gonna c- continue to play games together. Um. Let's get right into it. Right after we recorded last week, uh, we played some Warhammer 40k Dark Tide. Um, this is their... Uh, I, you could call it a Left 4 Dead-like, but I think it's evolved beyond that. Uh, I mean, just one of my thoughts playing Dark Tide is just remembering, oh yeah, Back for Blood. Um, they had they had the model from like Vermintide. They, they've seen what other what other games in this genre have done, and they didn't do any of that. Instead, they went for their card system, which I, I didn't particularly enjoy. Um, but Warhammer, they they continue to make these. They've made two Vermintide games. Now there's Darktide. Uh, they're in their 40K um, universe. So, yeah, I I had a pretty decent time with this. I'm not sure about you. No, I did too, <laughs> Oddly, I just, I don't know. I keep thinking about this game. I, I really, really enjoyed my time with it. Um, and it's a weird game right now because it's it's really fun, but it's like also like not good in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it's technical performance can leave a lot to be desired at times. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's there's just... The loop of the game, I think, is is fun, um, and kind of the tower like from Destiny area on the uh, on this ship, which Warhammer lore I don't know a lot about it, but getting into it here is kind of ridiculous in an mm-hmm. awesome way. Um, like that area is pretty neat, um, and yeah, I think we kind of just got to the point where certain things are starting to open up a little bit more in terms of like upgrading weapons and things like that. Um, but it's, it's fun. It can be really tough at times too. Like we played a mission, got all the way to the boss fight and got our fucking asses kicked. Well, that Um, might've been my fault. I might've picked a mission that was too hard for us. (laughs) Well, yeah, it was a little too hard for us, but still we completely got our asses handed to us there. Um, Mm. so yeah, I mean, I'm, looking forward to playing more levels because i'm i like the look of the game um some of that can leave a little bit to be desired sometimes too in terms of 
I'm like, ooh, that object just doesn't look very good up close. But overall, it, it is. It looks fine, and yeah, the gameplay is fun. It's it's uh, it's a weird game right now. It's just in a weird state. Yeah. One of the things I wish, like, I wish, I mean, it's on PC Game Pass. I wish it was just on, on console Game Pass, to be honest, because this is yeah. definitely a sit-on-the-couch game for me. I, uh, I agree. And unfortunately, that might be a while, because they indefinitely delayed the Xbox version, which, if I was Microsoft, I'd be a little upset about. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because they clearly have some sort of deal with fat shark the developer to get it on game pass and only on xbox and pc and now it's only on pc and it's you know it delayed on console but i i agree with you there and i think one thing that is a must and i hope they will do it is when that xbox version comes out that they have cross progression because that would be sweet yeah um because and if they don't that would fucking suck um but yeah, I mean it's the character creator's goofy. You can make some pretty goofy looking dudes in in there, and um, I love seeing everyone's names as well. Yeah. It's always fun on PC because yeah. there's really no <laughs> no barrier. Yeah, you get or <laughs> you get all a whole range of things. Um, yeah, whole spectrum right. of awful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah I mean. Right. I I've, I'm playing the uh, Psyker class, um, which I I I think I think I picked the class for for me. I I, I really enjoy it. And you pick the I forget what the big dude is called. Yeah, well, I, f- I forget too. But yeah, big guy moves slow, has a lot of health though. But the main ability is you just charge forward and just knock the shit out of people. Yeah. Which hopefully, uh, you know, I think we also got to the point where I think. We are getting into like the feats and stuff, I guess. So it'd be good if our abilities can upgrade. I imagine they will at some yeah. point. But yeah, um, yeah. It, we also had some like I know for me, like logging in that first time. Initially, it was like you can't log in. I'm like, okay, that's strange. My internet's fine, everything. And then it just took forever to load. Like, holy shit. Um, Did that take a while? Um, Eventually it got better. um, But I know you got booted at one point. Um, Yeah, I mean, that was more more my internet fucking fucking me over than anything else. Yeah. Um, Yeah. uh, But, yeah, I... uh, I'm... I want to play more. I do. Yeah, me too. It's, me too. Yeah, the, I I want to see how how the different character classes like develop and like what what like what that looks like because right now like it it feels like I need more to do with my abilities. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Which, yeah, I think we just kind of gotta gotta grind a little bit. I think we gotta get the little eight is our next level to where we start unlocking some more stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I too want to play play more of it because yeah, I've weirdly been thinking about it like all week. Um, it was fun. Uh, did you play the other Game Pass game, uh, Hi Fi Rush? <laughs> no, I oh, did not get a chance. To really? Yet. So, have you played it? Yes, I have, and I've got to say, I kind of <clears throat> dig a lot of things about it. Um, it's yeah, I mean. A lot of other people have been talking about this game. It it is that the the rhythm action, uh, I, I guess yeah, like a rhythm action game, kind of like a rhythm Dante's Inferno or Bayonetta. Like it's every all your actions happen to a beat, um, and it's a very stylish game. Like it is an extremely stylish game. It looks really good. They do a lot of cool things with their cutscenes. Um, it looks like a comic book in, in, in a lot of places. Uh, the one thing I don't like about it is the main character, but like that seems to be a theme with video games these days, is that the main character sometimes just sucks, and uh, you have to take it. Um, but, I, I mean, everything other than that, like I'm, I'm having a really good time with it. It's, it feels good to play. Um, I've unlocked some new combos that are really cool, and yeah, it's just... It, it's given me like 
a, a little bit of Ratchet and Clank vibes. Ooh. A little bit. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. If Ratchet and Clank were just a melee-only game. <laughs> um, right. But, like, uh, some of the some of the enemy designs, which, I mean, the, the robot enemies. Like, I was like, huh, it looks like they, they really cribbed a lot of Insomniac's uh, robot enemy designs. Which, I, I mean, I guess they... They aren't really that iconic, but I mean, it just that—that's what it reminded me of. Um, yeah, and I'm—I'm I'm really digging it. I've played the first two chapters of it. Um, I haven't gotten great scores because I—I'm still getting used to uh, hitting buttons to the to the beat. Um, I know we've had a few games recently that are about that. Um, so yeah, kind of kind of want to ask about that, like. Obviously, that seems like the point of the game, but say you're bad at it or whatever, like, does it lessen the experience if you're not hitting the beats? Yeah. Um, it doesn't. All your attacks land on the beats, though, so, like, you'll be hitting inputs and then waiting for them to play out, so it actually just feels better to do it right. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so, like, I, I mean, it's... Yeah, I you do you do more damage obviously. You your score like it scores each section kind of like I, I think Bayonetta does this too where it kind of scores each like battle you do. Um so like yeah, you you get a score um and it's based on a few things like how fast you get through the combat encounter, um your combos and like uh how like how frequently you're on beat with your inputs. So mm-hmm. you get scores based on that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just generally a, a really, really solid action game, and I'm I'm having fun with it. I didn't play Bayonetta 3 last year. Um, I might I might go back and do that, but uh, this is this is really filling that hole for me. Sweet. Yeah, it's I, I think it's it's so wild that. You know, they come Tango Gameworks. Like I just played their other recent game, Ghostwire Tokyo, which is such a a large and very dreary experience at times. And to go do uh, literally the opposite mm-hmm. <laughs> is really really cool. And glad they were able to put this thing out. And yeah, I mean, it's just amazing how yeah well received it seems to be as well. I'm I definitely want to check it out. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything else to to talk about? Because I, I've got I've got like I've got three more. Um, but do you do you have something you want to? Yeah, I have like four four games okay, to touch on. Right. Um, uh, the first thing I'll touch on is Yakuza Zero. Okay, um, good. You're still I'm, you're continuing I'm, to do your homework. Good. I am. I'm I'm on chapter nine now, so I didn't get to play as much as I wanted to, but. Um, Knocked out two more chapters since we last talked, and the end of chapter eight is really good. Um, you're playing as Majima, uh, you're trying to basically escape, um, and shit goes boom. Mm-hmm. And I was, I felt like something was going to happen because I'm like, this doesn't, something doesn't, it feels too easy. And I'm like, something's gotta gotta change um and yeah i just wasn't expecting that and very very good i i'm loving the story and really loving majima's story right now too of um you know the the all the stuff with kind of the the double of um what's her face uh makota mm-hmm. um and all that like is is very fascinating and i love lee as a character as well i mean He's great. Yeah. Um, it's it's really good. So that's pretty much pretty much it with that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, so now, so I've I, like while we're on Yakuza, I I finished Yakuza Kiwami two. Um, I'm still sweet. I'm still taking away at s- some of the sub stories, but one of the cool things about Kiwami two is that they have the Majima saga, and it actually ties a lot of the Yakuza zero stuff in to uh, the Majima saga. You see a lot of the characters from back then. Um, yeah, it's just really cool. It, it, 
it, it's really rewarding to have played Zero and then to play the Majima Saga to see, see how all that uh, still exists in that world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I think once I'm done with the Majima Saga, I am going to move on to Yakuza 3. Sweet. Uh, yeah, what man. else you got? Uh, I'm, oh. yeah, well, yeah, I was just going to say Yakuza. I mean, I'm just, I'm loving these games. I, I do want to ask a question. Yeah? What you got? And obviously it'll be a little while before I'm there. Should I... So this year, we're supposed to get Like a Dragon, uh, Gaiden, a man with... What was his name? The, the, or, the I, man I forget, who erased his name. Man in who erased his name, yes. Um, which follows Kiryu after mm-hmm. six and in between Yakuza Like Dragon. Yeah. Um, should I not play that game until I play Yakuza 6? Um, yeah, I'd say... I'd say I don't know. Like it's it's hard to tell because, like, you probably need the context of why. Like, I mean, I don't yeah. know, like exactly <laughs> what the game is about, but like you need, to, you probably need to know the context of like, of kind of like what led him out of the life, and maybe like, and that game is probably is definitely about like what brought him in because obviously he shows up in Like a Dragon, uh, Seven. Mm-hmm. Um, it's um, yeah. It's uh, I, I don't know. I'll maybe that's one that I should play first and then tell give you a verdict on real quick whether or not you need to play Yakuza six. Yeah, um, I mean, I imagine you probably be able to tell pretty early but, in the game or something. But but, but, but yeah. really, you should just play all of them. <laughs> no, no, that's that's the plan. That's the plan. Like I said, it'll you know obviously take me a little while. These games are kind of long. Although Yakuza zero seems like it's probably the longest one. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Loving it. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, um, yeah, go. Yeah, you, you want me to go? Uh, yeah. Dead Space. Dead Space Remake. Uh, continuing with that, I'm on pretty deep into Chapter 4. I think there's 12 chapters I heard in the game, so I'm getting there. I'm kind of really taking my time with this game um, just because, man, playing it this last bit i i see what people mean when they say like this is one of the best if not the best survival horror games ever made like this is an unbelievably great experience to me and i think of course i never played the original but it just seems like ea motive really kept the spirit of the original intact um and gameplay wise this thing just keeps evolving um i got a weapon called the Ripper, which uh, you might have seen before in Dead Space gameplay or anything, but um, literally you shoot these like uh, saw blades out, and it is so violent and so brutal and so much fun to play with. Um, and it's just, I love this ship, the the Ishimura that you're on. It is so fucking dope to explore. Uh, I'm just trying to find every little nook and cranny, uh, exploring everything. These also had a really awesome, uh, and there's a lot of them so far, and I imagine there's going to be more uh, zero-G areas where you literally you know, are just kind of flying around in space, and you have to manage your... So you have to do things quickly because you have to manage your oxygen level that you have left, and... Um, there's combat in there. One of them just scared the shit out of me because I did not see it coming. And it's just, boom, like, out of nowhere, this enemy just launched at me. It's so good. Um, and I will say, like, just the sound design in this game is just off the charts. Um, there's a section in Chapter 3 where basically you're trying to restart these engines. And just going from one area to the next, you just hear how loud these engines are and they're just rattling and unsettling and it's so well done the sound design um the only the only thing i'll really say right now is i did run into a bug in this game and it was kind of disappointing where i was doing this section where i had to restart these engines did the first one totally fine got to the second one and you have to pull these levers down um and i did that and the game did not recognize that and I, there was literally nothing I could do about it. Like, I, I couldn't go back and, like, reset the lever. Um, and 
So then I was like, shit, this sucks because I, I was like, okay, maybe I'm missing something here. So I kind of continued and found a couple of extra items, killed a few enemies, um, <coughs> ended up saving. And then I was like, shit, like, I think I'm literally fucked because I just, I ended up looking it up on YouTube and it was supposed to work exactly how you think it should have worked. Um, uh, pull the lever down, you know, things, things go, they happen. Um, and I was like, this sucks. So then I restarted the game, booted it back up, that same save. And basically, when you go to a save station, the camera like kind of zooms in on that sa- uh, save station, and then the, the menu pops up to save. The game's camera was stuck looking at that save station, zoomed in, but I could move <laughs> around my character. Yeah. And... I could pull up the menu and all this stuff. And I literally was like moving Isaac over in front of here. And I could do anything. It was like I was playing the game, but the camera was literally stuck. So my whole save was fucked. Um, And luckily the game is pretty good with auto saves that you can go back to. So I only lost like, I forget, maybe 10 or 15 minutes of stuff that I, you know, now that I knew what to do, I blew through it. But clearly something was wrong because the second time I played it, there were so many more enemies. There were uh, chests um, or a little, yeah, basically chests that I couldn't open previously that I knew I should be able to open, that I was able to open now. Clearly something fucking happened. Um, so, yeah, that's that's kind of a little bit of a bummer. Hopefully I won't run into more of that. But otherwise, it's been a very smooth experience and... Yeah. Loving this game. Yeah, it seems like everyone who's played uh, the Dead Space remake uh, really liking it. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I'm i a bit of a wuss when it comes to horror <laughs> games. Um, maybe I'll give it a shot. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, it's... Although the OG Dead Space is on Game Pass, so like maybe I just do that. <laughs> Yeah, you could. I, I think they've just they've made so much, so many improvements in terms of visuals, but then frame rate, like this game runs, it just is steady at sixty. It's awesome. Um, so I don't know. Maybe you can still get that with you know the original version, but I mean, it's it's scary, but it's not like oh my god, like I don't want to continue. Sort of sort of scary, mm-hmm. at least to me. Um, I just find it that. It it has gotten me more in like the four hours that I played so far more than a few Resident Evil games. I would say Resident Evil Two I think had some gen genuine scary moments when we were playing through that, um, but you know three definitely didn't. Um, there were times in seven and eight I think in Resident Evil seven and eight, but I don't know. I think the one thing they do in a tip is if you play this game is always look behind you. Like if you if you see an enemy in front, look behind you because there's probably one right behind you, um, and that that has gotten me a few times where I just kind of forgot to look behind me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I. Yeah. I'll. I'll consider it. I've got a lot of a lot of games to play. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot to play. Uh, I'm just gonna touch on uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two. I've got I've got some more gold camos, baby. Oh, fuck. Damn, look at you. Yeah. I'm getting blinged out. Getting ready for the new season. Right. Um, But nothing new to really share. I Like, nothing new is happening in Call of Duty, to be honest. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I think the new season starts the 15th, right? February? I I forget. Like, I, I think so. Um, I think that's that's what I saw. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Last thing I have is Dwarf Fortress. I got an update on Dwarf Fortress. Oh uh, boy! I am 150 dwarfs strong. I have a military that has repelled every goblin invasion so far. Um, and I've dug too deep. I've dug too deep into the earth. I've hit cavern level, and I see trolls down there, so I uh, quickly put a hatch cover on, and, uh, yeah. I'll go down there when when I've got uh, a more elite military force. Uh, Because right now I'm relying on... um, I'm relying on some traps at the entrance. Um, 
that only trigger on enemies, so thankfully visitors don't get fucking crushed by falling rocks, but uh, goblins definitely get crushed by falling rocks. And uh, <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> Didn't you dig too deep last time? I did. <laughs> I don't learn. Because yeah, the cool thing about hitting cavern level, thing. though, is that um, once you hit cavern level, all of the uh, dirt tiles above cavern level start getting um, getting spores for mushrooms, and you get, can grow mushroom trees. You can bring all your animals indoors and have them graze on uh, on mushroom growth rather than having to go outside. You can pretty much become totally sustainable underground and not have to fuck Ooh. with the surface if you do the cavern stuff correctly. Uh, yeah. So, it's a... Uh, it's... It, I'm having a good time. Uh, I, there was a period of time there where uh, I had a necromancer as my mayor. Um, that was interesting because um, one time... Uh, a goblin slipped by all the defenses, went down, and scared my mayor. And uh, when when a necromancer gets scared, they start raising the dead. Um, and there just happened to be a corpse down there for him to raise. But the corpse isn't smart enough to only attack the goblin. It also started attacking my citizen, so I had to put it down. And uh, my mayor mysteriously died uh, sometime later. And uh, I'm just not going to investigate what happened there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so can the can the trolls break through your hatch? They can. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I only built the hatch there as kind of a precaution because the way my stairwell went down, I'm actually on an island in the middle of an underground lake. So okay. I don't think they can get to that island until I build a bridge. But I'm not taking chances. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And I think trolls might be too big to capture in cages. I don't know for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's Dwarf Fortress. I'm having a really, really fucking good time. It is. They have labeled my fortress a metropolis now. I have. I am. My dwarves are thriving, is what oh. I'm trying to say. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, but yeah, that's that's it for the video games I've been playing. Do you have anything else to talk about here? Yeah, I'm gonna guess just, here Destiny Two. Yeah, uh, played played more uh, Destiny Two. Really, really loving it. I don't know. I'm falling back in love with this game again, and just checking things off. And um, I played some Iron Banner. Iron Banner's rolling this weekend, and they made some really interesting changes to Iron Banner where <coughs> excuse me it's uh still control based you know still wiping dudes out on the other team but at times there are like enemies and enemy turrets that will drop down and basically instead of one area or three areas that you're trying to capture now there's one area so both teams are trying to push through that you can get some really uh great points off of that um, yeah, they, they've done some stuff to spice it up and, um, yeah, it's a good, good time. I, I enjoyed myself. It was, it was fun to get back into destiny two in that way. I think I won out of like seven matches. I played at one every match, kept the first one I ended up doing. So that was, that was a good old time. Um, and did some more heist, uh, battlegrounds, which are the new seasonal activity. Um, basically it's three player, um, PVE sort of stuff. There are these new enemies um, that have they call it what was it called? Unstoppable shields, basically. These barriers and you need certain mods on your weapons and if not you can still defeat them but it is really fucking hard to do. Um, and the team that I was with when I did one of these did not have any of those mods <coughs> and that was a pain in the ass. Um so yeah, that that whole thing took a while, but the the heist battlegrounds are a lot of fun. Lots lots of high high paced action, um, continuing the seasonal story, um, which is which is a good time. So yeah, loving Destiny too. Um, and the other thing that I did is I just 
I played maybe an hour or so of uh, Vampire Survivors. Um, loving that game. That I have unlocked three new characters now. You know, got some new upgrades and stuff. I feel like I'm so bad at this game, though, to where I feel like I die at every single, like, at every point, or the same point every time. Um, I get about 15 minutes in to my run and just get completely overwhelmed and make one wrong move that's bad, and there it goes. Um, but, man, what a game. I, I'm still loving it, even though I'm pretty fucking bad at it. Yeah. It's yeah, so good. You have you it's have so a sickness. I do. Um, I do. I'm curious. I mean, you still have a lot of vampire survivors to discover, but um, oh yeah, ha- has this piqued your interest in other games of the genre? Potentially, uh, yeah. Potentially, I honestly don't know of what like what other popular games are in this genre. Um, oh man. So there's one on your phone, but Vampire Survivors is on your phone too. There's one called Survivors.io, which is decent. Uh, okay. Man, there's one that's in early access called Project Lazarus, which is a mech mm. auto shooting survival game. Uh, oh, that seems like your thing there. Yeah, I'm, I need to check. <laughs> that out. Yeah. Um,. Cool. But yeah, I mean, the, I imagine there will be others soon. Yes. Oh yeah. Seeing the success of this of this game in particular, yeah, everyone's going to try to to make one of these. Yeah. Okay. It is time to get into the news, which there is a lot of news this week. Surprisingly, um, let's uh, kick it off with all of this PlayStation stuff. At the top here, um, sales numbers, they have shipped 32 million PlayStation 5s. Had a huge quarter. Uh, And, uh, yeah, it's it's becoming more available. I've seen PlayStation 5s online, in stock, for, like, hours at a time, even. It's, uh, it's happening. People can buy PlayStation 5s now. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I think it's very evident, too, just how, you know, they sold 7.1 in the last quarter, which, you know, demand's still there. Um, so now that the supply has caught up, you know, we're going to see probably some really solid uh, quarters for Sony for sales. Yeah, uh, it, you know, it's they're going to have some games to play. Everyone with that PlayStation, get that PlayStation Plus. You're going to have some games to play in February. Uh, they've released the, the lineup here. Um, not the strongest lineup, in my opinion, but here we go. Uh, you've got the Evil Dead game, which I believe that is another one of those uh, asymmetrical multiplayer games, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, we've also got Ali Ali World. I enjoyed that for the time I played it uh, last year. You're going to get Destiny 2 Beyond Light. Uh, and you're going to get Mafia Definitive Edition. Um, yeah. That's a, that's a lineup. I mean, you should play Beyond Light. Uh, you'd play yeah. Ali Ali World. Those two are definitely worth playing. Kind of like I understand why they're giving away Beyond Light um, with Lightfall coming out uh-huh. uh, in a few weeks. Uh, would have been nice to get the Witch Queen. I know that might be too much to ask, be it their most recent thing, but man, the Witch Queen's just the best Destiny expansion yet. So, um, but still, you know, so Beyond Light is very good and a good starting place if you never jumped into Destiny 2. Um, but yeah, I mean, not a bad lineup. I've heard good things. That Mafia Definitive Edition remake's solid, but yeah, you, you especially like Ali Ali World. Yeah. The game seems good if you're into that stuff. Yeah. Um however, with this with this lineup, we've also received the news 
that that PlayStation Plus collection is going away. Um, starting May 9th, uh, this collection is not going to be available anymore. Uh, so I guess go out and get it. Do you, do you claim these and own these? Uh, you own or... them as long as you remain a PlayStation Plus subscriber. But will you continue to own them beyond this uh, yes. date? Yes. Okay. If you claim them. If you claim them, yes. Okay. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, that was... A... It's 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 weird, because now that finally the PlayStation 5 is becoming more available, they're shutting this down. <laughs> it, it's just yeah. weird timing. It, it is it is a bummer. I mean, just from like a pro-consumer standpoint, I mean, it, it is a bummer, because these are... A lot of these are very good games, and this this was this is a great perk to have when you buy a PlayStation Five. If you never played any of these games, I mean, definitely play them. Um, at the same time, I could see it from Sony's angle of a few points. Of one, they have PlayStation Plus; they mm-hmm. want to put these games into that service and have you subscribe to that or up your tier, or whatever. Um, two, they probably look at this as an early adopter sort of thing. Um, which, from that standpoint, I'm kind of surprised it's been going this long. Um, and three, you know, they're probably like, well, if you haven't claimed these games, then, you know, what you're not going to. So yeah. just mm-hmm. go get them. Um, so I can see it. I can see it, too. But it, it is also, you know, just a bit of a bummer of PlayStation 5 is selling very well now. It's available and now you're going to shut this thing down here in three months. Um, so there's a good amount of time left. But still, I, I think it would have been awesome if they would have kept this, but expanded upon it maybe. Like maybe some of these games leave the service. Yeah, at least like perk, maybe but... rotate some things through. Right. Like maybe in a few months they add Rift Apart in there or something like that. Uh, you know, like here's a brand new PlayStation 5 game or something like that as a perk to subscribe to PlayStation Plus, but I don't know. I get it. They they want you to subscribe to PlayStation Plus and stay there long term. Yeah. Well not service. So yeah. Definitely if you go claim them though, if if you have it. Yep. Alright. Uh next up we've got um there's some things going back and forth, a Bloomberg report and Sony replying. Uh Bloomberg reported that Sony was cutting PlayStation VR 2 production. Sony has refuted that, um, which is to say that maybe maybe pre-orders aren't doing as well as uh, as they had hoped. But also, like, I I don't know. It's I don't. It's I don't know. Is is P like I don't sense hype for PSVR 2, although. PlayStation has said that people are that, that they are seeing enthusiasm from PlayStation fans for for, for the launch of PSVR two. <laughs> um, I'm not sure where they're seeing that enthusiasm. Um, they've run a few. I mean, they they always do this, but they 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 run some weird stuff on their PlayStation blog where they're previewing games on their own blog. Um, and I don't I don't know who is looking at that and thinking that they're getting an a an unbiased perspective. Uh, it, it, that's it's just weird to me that they do that on their blog, but uh, I don't know. That yeah. That's that's for some sort of audience out there. I don't know who. Um, yeah. Yeah, the wording there from Sony is very, very interesting. Um, well, I mean, they're saying it's not true. I don't know. I mean... Obviously, we don't know the exact numbers, but I, too, am, am with you. Of like, I don't see people being super hyped for this thing. Um, and it's just... It's an expensive niche device that is launching uh, at a price that is more than a console. And you also need that console. And uh, it just, you know, of course, there's, the economy's not in the greatest spot either. And might get worse. Who knows? But... Um, like it's just a it is a massive uphill battle for this. I'm not saying there's people that aren't excited about it. It does look like a solid device and an, a great upgrade from PlayStation VR, but um, 
Yeah, I, I, it would not surprise me, though, if they did cut their forecast and they're just, you know, trying to put on a PR face there of saying no. Um, I mean, it has a solid launch lineup, but I, I mean, I think this thing's just going to be something over time that might gain some steam. But at the same time, man, that first PlayStation VR only sold 5 million units, so I don't know what what they're really expecting. Um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Sony's support of it's going to be very important as well. But I think there's also the convenience factor of it, of you can go buy a Quest and just put it on your head. You know, you're not tethered to anything. Yeah. Um, even if there is just one wire on this thing, rather than a ridiculous box of cords, um, like PlayStation VR, sure, that's better, but you're still... You're still tethered in a way. Yeah, um, and it is going to be, I mean, obviously limited to being used with the PlayStation 5. And uh, mm-hmm. when you're in that ecosystem, there is a limit to the sorts of things that you can access. I'm just saying that um, you're not watching porn on your PSVR 2 unless you're modding <laughs> that shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, but maybe, yeah, I right. don't know, it's, it's, it's wild out there. Like, I... What did they allow on the PlayStation Store with this PSVR two? <laughs> I've seen some, I've seen some things on the Steam front page, uh, and I keep clicking on it just to be like, "What the fuck are people doing out here?" And uh, yeah, it just keeps feeding me that stuff. But yeah, I mean, there's potential for the PlayStation Store to get even more horny. Yeah, <laughs> mm. it might. It might. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've I mean, got to, it, they've got to have more than thirty games for this thing. They do, absolutely, and yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's out in just a few weeks, February twenty second. So I think it'll be really telling then what the hype is like for this thing, and if if at all. Yeah, I just don't. I just don't necessarily see it myself. Like literally, I mean. I I I, I also, like you, listener. I also listen to video game podcasts, and none of the people that I listen to are actually excited about this. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would also call myself a PlayStation fan. I'm not very excited about it mm. myself. You know, it's it's just too fucking expensive. Also, too fucking expensive. EA developing a single-player game. Ah, this hurts. Ah, this hurts. Yeah, they. EA is no longer making that single-player game set in the Titanfall Apex Legends universe, and I, I saw I saw some tweets detailing what this game was going to be like, and I'm just even more sad. And. Um, yeah, it's 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 terrible. It is terrible that they're not moving forward with this. <sighs> yeah. yeah. It's a bummer. Um it sounded very cool for sure and I think the Titanfall Apex universe is really neat and something that would be awesome to explore more in a single player capacity. Also Respawn made one of the best campaigns ever with Titanfall 2. So, total bummer that this is not going to move forward. Um, I I would just wonder, like, Apex Legends has grown so much in popularity. It's a very popular game. That, you know, throw in some of these Apex characters into a Titanfall campaign. I just, I would think it would maybe be more successful than Titanfall was in, in a sales capacity. But also, like, don't send your fucking game out to die um, with yeah. a shitty fucking release date mm-hmm. like like EA did. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's a bummer about they're saying 50 people were working on the game and they're going to try to relocate people within the company. But if not, they probably will be laid off. So yeah. that's a bummer. Yeah, and they uh, won't be going to work on on EA's mobile games either, uh, Apex Legends or Battlefield Mobile, because those are both not going to happen anymore. Um, they're being shut down. So, I mean, I played a little bit of Apex Mobile, and 
I don't know. I, I think that game is too fast to be played on mobile. Mm, yeah, I can see that. I didn't even know they had a battle, Battlefield mobile to be honest with <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, those aren't the only games shutting down. We're just going to go through the line here. Rumbleverse is shutting down. It has not even been running for a year now, and they're shutting down. Um, February uh, 28th is the last day. Um, yeah, you'll get refunds for for money spent in the game. Um, it, yeah. Yeah. Bummer. This is, well, yeah, well, why don't you talk about the next one as well? Cause, uh, Knockout City, I don't know. also a game released last year, is getting shut down. Um, free to, both of these uh, free-to-play games had their, like, I think they both had that, that Battle Pass model. Um yeah. It's shutting down yeah. June 9th. Um, yeah. Is this... Like, ah, this is... Okay, this just bums me out. Because, uh, well, I didn't play any of these games. I feel like they did pretty well, and they seemed well-received when they launched. So is this going to be our new future now of... We're going to launch these games, and if they're not successful and maintain a fan base over time, we're just going to shut it down in a year. Why, from a player standpoint, why even invest in it then? You know, even if you're enjoying the game, just what's the fucking point? Um, I know it's frustrating sometimes to think of, like, these developers and publishers just want you to play their game in perpetuity forever, but it's like, why? Like, just what's the fucking point in shutting these things down after putting them out a year? I don't know. That's I I get that there's probably business, legitimate business reasons to do this, but it's also just, it's just weird. It's just, I just feel like this is this new, new world we're getting into. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I... I mean, it's hard to say. I mean, Iron Galaxy they they aren't the, they aren't huge, um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know anything about uh, Velen Studios here, uh, but they don't seem to be they don't seem to have a huge backing either. So I think, like at a certain point, it it just makes sense. Like if their game isn't like if their game isn't paying the bills or doing or or allowing them to uh, like they they. They've if they see that they have to move on and make another game, they eventually have to shut this game down because these smaller studios just don't have the resources to support a game and make another game. Like it, yeah, it sucks, but yeah. that that's how it is. Uh, what I'm what I'm curious is, however, is um, how 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 many of of, of these games are gonna have their concepts stolen by Fortnite? <laughs> yeah, I know. Seriously. Yeah, they they launched Fortnite's like, hey, oh yeah, we can do that, and then people just play it on fucking Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, it's just it's hard. I mean, it, I get it. it. It is hard to launch into the multiplayer space. Yeah. You know, there's only so so met so much of that that can go around in terms of dollars and time. Um, but it's it's bummer. Uh, a different genre of game, but also shutting down. Um, Back for Blood, uh, Turtle Rock is going to work on a new game, and uh, they are not going to continue to support Back for Blood. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's shutting down, but yeah, they're just not going to do anything more with it, pretty much. You yeah. can play the game, and that's it. Um I'm very curious what the player numbers are like for this game, though. Because I just feel like this game just came, kind of came out and fell off a cliff. Yeah. Um, and I, I played it that one time that you and I played it for a few hours, and that was that was it. And I enjoyed my time with it, for sure. But, yeah, I didn't really like that card system. It was okay, and I don't know. 
I just didn't really think about it anymore, I guess is what I should nah, say. Yeah. Like, I wasn't, like, thinking, like, oh, man, I really want to get back to Back for Blood. Like, no, I don't know. That it's, just it's wasn't the weird. vibe. <laughs> it wasn't. Like, Warhammer Darktide, even though it might right now be a worse game than Back for Blood was, I don't know. And At least technically, probably. But um, I'm thinking about that game way more than I ever thought about Back for Blood after that game launched. Uh, I'm I'm curious though on on Turtle Rock and what their next game might be. I mean, clearly they went back and tried to do a Left for Dead game, and you know maybe had some, some success when it launched, but it didn't seem like people really stuck with it. Obviously, Evolve didn't work out for them no, years ago, didn't. so I'm I'm really curious what they're what they're going to do because once again, you know, another multiplayer sort of title. It's hard. Hard to do. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, going to be interesting. Um, all right. Uh, let's go on. Uh, we've got a couple delays here, Tyler. Um, how bummed out are you about the Star Wars Jedi Survivor uh, delay? Not very bummed out at all, so it's going from March 17th now to April 28th. I actually think this is probably better for this game because it was launching a week before Resident Evil 4. So Mm. I think, yes, they are two different genres, but I just feel like um, there would have been a lot of split there. Um, So this launches it into still a busy period, but not as busy. Um, Although, like, Tears of the Kingdoms right around the corner. I think Red Falls the week after, but yeah, I think I think it'll work out better for it overall. Why? Why didn't they release May the Fourth? Yeah, so close. at that point. So close. at that point, yeah, give yourself another week. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I'm just disappointed as as you know, a huge Star Wars fan that they didn't just go for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, last delay we're going to talk about here is the PC port for The Last of Us Part 1. So it's only get delayed a couple weeks. Like, what is with these delays that are only a couple weeks? Are yeah, those... I don't know. Are those, like, three or four weeks, like, enough to do anything? <laughs> I imagine. I imagine it is. I mean, I remember years ago reading about The Last of Us, the first game, and I think that got pushed like eight weeks or something from its original date, and they said in that eight weeks the game finally came together for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I imagine it's possible. How much is three weeks? I don't know. Or six weeks? Um, yeah. This Obviously this isn't too big of a deal, but I think with the HBO show uh, being as popular as it is, they probably want to get this out as quickly as possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um. People are going to buy The Last of Us Part 1 again. <laughs> yes. God. I'm sure there's a plenty of people, though, that have not played uh, this game and will play it on PC, though. Yeah. It makes more sense to put this game on PC than to remake it for PlayStation 5. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that I'll say makes, that. <laughs> this makes sense. What they did on PlayStation 5 is just bizarre. Yeah. Um, but... When you look at it now with this HBO show, you're like, maybe that wasn't that dumb of a business idea. Because we talked last week how much the sales have went through the roof for part one. So, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a, it, regardless, it's a, it's an odd thing to remake. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Tyler, it takes two as traumatized, uh, 10 million? I'm going to double yeah. that to 20 million because you play this co-op. Uh, it has sold 10 million <laughs> copies, traumatized 20 million people, and um, Hazelight is uh, is doing well. <laughs> yeah, they're doing very well. Yeah, that's... 10 million is... That's fucking nuts. Um, you know, literally a year ago it was at 5 million, so this game's consistently selling very well. Um... Good, for, yeah. Good for Hazelight. Right, you, you and I played it. I think we enjoyed parts of it, but I don't really understand how that's a game of the year game. 
but yeah, it was also very dramatizing. Yeah. It's a lot of fucked up shit in that game. <laughs> yeah. Remember that book? God, that ah, fucking book. It's just the worst. And the elephant? Oh. That was terrifying. Don't remind me about the elephant. Whew. Bring him back. Yeah, I'd kind of like repress these memories. awful people just making their daughter cry. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Uh, what's wrong with people? <laughs> and what's wrong with Activision Blizzard? <laughs> um, a lot of shit. They've decided to pay a fine. A $35 million fine rather than fighting the SEC over the charges that they brought against them. Um, Activision not necessarily admitting guilt but paying the fine regardless you can read that as you will yeah right yeah I don't don't really feel like diving into uh, the exact legal problems they were having here um, because it's 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 kind of boring but like um when a company does crimes and then pays the fine and then, like, doesn't fight it, like, makes me wonder, like, is the fine really enough of a punishment <laughs> if yeah, they're just willing to pay it and not fight uh, in court over something? Yeah. Like, I mean, Activision probably made $35 million on Call of Duty yesterday, so. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Exaggerating there, but seriously, like it's kind of nothing to them. I find the you know I'm not getting into it too much either because I'm no like legal person or anything. But uh, I find it the company did not admit or deny the SCC's finding. Instead, it it just agreed to a cease and desist order and pay thirty five million dollar penalty. Yeah, they're not denying it. They're, uh, not, they're not admitting it. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, what a mess. I just hope that uh, by the time we get around to E3, we're not talking about Activision Blizzard. Um, <laughs> but that's not going to happen. Yeah, um, I imagine we will still be. Yeah. But <clears throat> we also won't be seeing PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo at E3. Um, <laughs> I saw this and I was like, what the fuck is E3? <laughs> Straight up. Absolutely. Because I, they haven't confirmed anything, but EA pulled out of E3 years ago. I highly doubt they'll be there. You know, we know Activision usually isn't there. Who's going to be there? Konami. What? Yeah, Konami. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Maybe Ubisoft, but they're such a dumpster fire right now. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> I just... Good luck uh, to uh, Reed Pop and everyone working on E3. I'm very curious what it'll be like. Absolutely. Um, but without PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo, it's going to be a real struggle. So uh, PlayStation's kind of an obvious one. They've just, they just do whatever the fuck they want anymore. They don't give a shit I about mean, this stuff. I, good. Honestly, the ship has sailed. Everyone has learned that they can do this 100%. on their own. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Um yeah, I mean, they can speak directly to their their audience and not have to pay out the wazoo to put on these shows. Um, and not, you know, as, as cool as it was and stuff, not have to risk their demo crashing live on stage and stuff like that. Like, it yeah. it's, makes sense. Um, and, like, uh, the, the um, like, the idea of having, bringing journalists all in, uh, for for demos and whatever uh, like technology has evolved past that like the Parsec has gotten good enough that people just play their demos remotely and there isn't that big security risk of leaking a code or a key for, for a video game like it's uh, or your information yeah <laughs> or your information <laughs> as the ESA has uh, fumbled with um yeah, uh, it's it's it, it. This I don't I don't know what Reed Pop was thinking when they bought the rights to, to bought the uh, bought into doing E three like it. Just 
they're they're going to eat shit on this. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm curious what it'll be like, man. Absolutely. <laughs> then, I mean, on the opposite opposite side of the room though is Jeff Keeley from the Summer's Game Fest, you know, is he going to I forget if he said he's going to have a show or not, but you know, how big of a deal would it be if any of these companies partnered with Jeff for yeah. his stuff? Uh, that would be huge. Um, huge blow to E3 for sure. Um, Xbox is kind of weird though. If, like, they're part of E3. It wouldn't surprise me if they they do their show and say, hey, come and play stuff at the Microsoft Theater like the same week, but we're not part of E3. I, they seem to do that a lot. And then but reportedly, the reason why Nintendo's not there, which they have been a supporter of E3 for a while, though, is because the pack there's there's rumors that the back half of Nintendo uh, of their year is pretty shallow, so they don't really have much to to show. So what's the point? Yeah, I'm. Hmm. Yeah, I am most curious about like about Nintendo. What are Nintendo's plans? Are they really going to launch? Are they going to do the Breath of the Wild thing and launch uh, Tears of the Kingdom and then launch it on a new platform <laughs> the next year? <laughs> yeah, wouldn't surprise me. I feel like it's it's time. I mean, it's been six years since the Switch launched. I can see them doing some sort of refresh. Yeah. I mean, Nintendo used to do refreshes of like the 3DS and DS like way quicker than what they're doing with the Switch. So I can see it. Yeah. But like, I, man, it's going to be really frustrating for for a lot of people who have bought into a Switch this year to see the platform update right after yeah. they've already bought the biggest game on it. <laughs> Definitely, I I have had thoughts about picking up one of the OLED ones, uh, one for the nicer screen, but then two, they improve the battery life so much um, compared to the more launch and launch window models that I have. I thought about that, but then I'm like, I just feel like they're going to like announce that they got a new Switch coming once I buy one of those things. Because yeah. it is kind of a bummer, at least for me, with my Switch. Like, I get to play like two hours and then it's dead. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah. yeah. I, I, last thing I'll say on E3, though. A part of me is sad as someone who grew up loving E3, loved getting together with my friends and watching E3. Love taking off work, you know, and, and just soaking it all in. Part of me is very sad that that won't be a thing really anymore. But yeah. it, it all makes it all like everything just adds up on the business side for these companies that it makes sense that this just isn't a thing for them. Yeah, isn't I, a priority, I should say. I, I guess we'll just have to find another summer thing to do, um, like maybe go watch a formula one race <laughs> yeah right <laughs> oh man i kind of i kind of want to go watch an f1 race they're starting to show oh, yeah. cars me too they're starting to me show too. cars yeah <laughs> they 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 are i i love the look of the new haas livery this year mm-hmm. i think it looks very cool the Red Bull one, I was like, are you fucking serious? Not that I was expecting anything different, but my favorite comment on Red Bull's launch was, this should have just been a forwarded email from last year. <laughs> they they did this whole big thing in New York and stuff. I mean, they announced a partnership, obviously, with Ford, which is a big deal. But it's like the car looks exactly the same, even the livery. I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. 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 About a month, month ago today, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I'm I'm ready. I'm hungry for it again. It's been yeah, a nice I'm, break. It's been a nice break, but I'm hungry for it again. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm just kind of hungry for any racing right now. Hmm. I don't know. It was cool to watch. I didn't watch a lot of it, but that Rolex 24 was It was like, yeah, racing yeah. here. Yeah. Let's go. Um, and I think, too, IndyCar and F1 start on the same day. Ooh. Which that Ooh. that'll be fun. That will be fun. All right. uh, we're about to go have some fun uh, playing some video games after this, and we suggest you all do the same. Um, but before you do that, go give us ratings and reviews. Go share us with your friends. 
Go do all the good things that you know to do because we tell you to do them every single week here on the PlayStation Report. And we'll be back here next week with more stories to tell you from my from my fortress. Um, I'm actually considering raiding some of the neighboring goblin hordes. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, laying siege to the forces of darkness. Um, <laughs> but while I do that... Y'all have a good one. Until next time, be good to each other. Play your video games and... Bleh.